Welcome to Mr. Podcast with your host, Claude. And Justin. All right, we are back with letter three in the Dear Home series for the uh, January 2023 case. Um, yeah, we're hot off the presses of our last podcast. Um, so Very we're not hot. Gonna- yeah, we're not going to recap uh, what happened in letter two. Yeah, so, you can all listen to that. We talked about it a lot. Yes, very lot. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's just dive into the letter here, and uh, I'll read dive, it. Dive, dive. You dive uh, first. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Okay, so this is a, another letter from the desk of Warwick McKenzie, uh, 33 Street, <laughs> 33 St. Junk. <laughs> I did the same thing. I know. Listen, SP period means street, unless it's in front of another word, and then it means same. Um, Okay. Barrington, London, 12 May, 1920. So this is one day later. Okay. Okay. This is a lot going on in three days. But anyway, go ahead. The Postal Service is doing a good job. They're getting letters from this guy every day. I wonder if they're like, you're home. I've been getting a letter. From oh, my God. Their postal service was amazing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Holmes, I'm grateful for your letter. What? <laughs> I guess he wrote back off screen. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I also wanted to mention that his letter, too, when he said he was going to attach some of those pages to home, mm-hmm. we, we never saw that. No. Um, okay. I, I can only assume it doesn't matter. I don't know. When did 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 Holmes write a letter on day one or on day two? Because when would the letter have been delivered? I guess they're in <laughs> London. So okay, Let's do it. I'm already, I already have questions from the first sentence. Already like, what is Holmes responding to? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I am grateful for your letter. <laughs> I have undoubted you have undoubtedly heard that Sabini has been arrested. Um, get out my highlighter here. And, and and though this is a stroke of luck, it has been a trying day. There are still no signs of Wilson or Matter, and worse, the police suspect my Jenny is guilty of a heinous act. Oh no. Oh, Jenny! Jenny! Whoa. I should have suspected Jenny a little more. What is she doing? <laughs> It was yeah, Jenny's I mean, Bible and it's Jenny's house. It's Maybe true. it was Jenny's money. Jenny's, money. <laughs> Jenny's okay. poker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. This on the morning after she had taken refuge with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a sentence. Let me read from the beginning. Uh, you you may have you have undoubtedly heard that Sabini has been arrested and all the, and though this is a stroke of luck it has been a trying day there are still no signs of Wilson or Matter and worse the police suspect my Jenny is guilty of a heinous act this on the morning after she had taken refuge with me this her being suspected of a heinous act yeah and the other the stuff I guess okay. Still, I have been able to carry out your instructions. I'll start with the most pressing matters. Okay, your instructions? How come we don't get Sherlock's letter? <laughs> we'll I'll find start, out. I'll start with the most pressing matters. Great. Constable Morris's men finished their inspection of Jenny's house close to midnight last night. It was after 10. 
it was 10 after <laughs> when they finally came knocking on my 10 door. after what anyway go ahead <laughs> then after midnight i guess okay um, oh good point good point i hope after 20 minutes of questioning with my daughter as to her habits and whether or not she and William often had callers, they revealed that there was, quote, little we could do right now. The constable mentioned that, quote, besides some evidence, including a bloody poker, end quote, they had removed nothing from the house and that they would like to search it again by daylight with my daughter present. Okay, that's an interesting thing to point out. That is the most pressing. Um, Jenny and I agreed we would meet them at their bungalow at no later than seven in the morning. So that, that would have been the morning of this letter writing. I think. It was yeah. I was amazed that they didn't take Jenny in, especially after telling us about the bloody poker. I was less surprised, however, when I looked at the front window later and saw a bo- Bobby posted across the street. It was a long night. Hold on. <laughs> I was amazed they didn't take Jenny in, especially. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 like arrest her. They didn't arrest her, and I was surprised, but I was less surprised because I saw that they had somebody watching us. Okay. I guess. Okay. It was a long night, meaning he didn't really sleep because I, of the Bobby outside. I guess. I have no idea okay. what that means. When I woke today, my daughter was gone. Oh, jeez. <gasps> Jenny! So she'd made herself tea and toast. Oh, somebody had some brekkie, breck. Okay. This was at six in the morning. Okay, so he wakes up at six. So it's midnight. They come at 1210. They question him for 20 minutes. So it's 1230. And then as they're trying to go to bed, whatever, he sees the Bobby post across the street. He wakes up at 6 in the morning. So he's got very little sleep. Long night. I imagine her off searching for William, or perhaps she'd gone to look at the state of things before her house was full of officers again. Regardless, we were expected at her house soon, so I hurried over. My worst fears were realized when I arrived to Jenny, weeping, being led out by a detective holding her elbow. Oh, that's his worst fear? Okay. Two constables kept me from her. Constable Morris. His worst fear in this context, I can only yeah, assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought she was about to be dead. So okay. Uh, Two constables okay. kept me from. He wasn't afraid about that. Uh, no, it's not a big deal. because uh, he gets her house. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Listen, Jenny's the, house is a house. Got this beautiful thing called inheritance. Yeah, it works, works both in ways. The reverse you know. way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in Victorian London, inheritance works both ways. Inheritance inherit you. Thank you, thank you. That's a better joke. Okay, two constables kept me from her. Constable Morris said she could see. What a all! I don't even know that joke comes from. I just know it shows that we're eighty years old. If you understand that joke, you are also eighty years old. <laughs> and if you don't understand that joke, you are 12. Okay, Consul Morris said she was being taken in to give a statement, but I feared the inquiry was far more serious. Another, Constable McPherson, promised me they would see her home if her story checked out. After the detective carted Jenny off, I circled the block several times, 
hoping to gather clues for you once the scene was clear. As I neared it the third time, Morris and McPherson were all were readying themselves to leave, but somebody was calling to them from the wooden gate. I'm so confused. Okay. Because now I'm like, I thought Jenny was innocent, and now I don't know if it's clear if the violence at her house happened after she left. I agree. I agree. I agree. This throws some suspicion on Jenny, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at yeah, least yeah, that, yeah. like, she wasn't telling the whole truth. Yeah. So maybe to the violence happened while she was there. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, okay. So McPherson. So now, see, another, we have Constable McPherson and Morris. I don't know why they're confusing us with M words, <laughs> but okay. This is the thing you're doing here. Uh, so he's circling the block a few times. He gets there a third time, and now he sees that they're leaving, but somebody was calling on them from the wooden gate. Okay. It was the vampire-like preacher Joshua. <laughs> Dang, he's so gone in white face. I don't know. Wow. With his repent sign in hand, one of the bobbies, McPherson, gave Joshua a shake of the hand before both got in their wagon and went off. Well, this is the most suspicious thing that's happened yet. A shake of the head. Oh, that's less just for the record. A shake of the head. Wait, so McPherson gave Joshua a. Sh he shook his head at Joshua before Joshua and McPherson got in the wagon, or before the the Bobbies got in the wagon. The Bobbies, I can only assume. That's why I was because like, the preacher's still there afterwards. Okay. I can keep reading. <laughs> yeah. The preacher folded a leaflet between the slats in the wooden gate, then limped across the street. Limped? <laughs> Since when is he a limper? <laughs> That's a weird thing to say because they mentioned a couple times about um, the dock workers being handicapped. So, okay, now we're mm -hmm. saying that he's limping. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's poetry or just accuracy. Okay. <laughs> he limped across the street and took up a position behind a beer wagon. He read a Bible for some seconds. That's a weird thing to say. And just as I considered the possibility of a confrontation, he climbed into the wagon with the driver and drove off. The driver of the beer wagon? Yeah, apparently. So beer good, gambling bad. Okay. <laughs> just the sight of him lurking made my heart sink. Nevertheless, once I was certain nobody was around, I began my own inspection. Okay, I want to take a second to, to, to just point out that Work is very uh, thrown off by the appearance of Joshua, but nobody else has mentioned his vampire-like scary ass. <laughs> the limpiest vampire ever. Uh, I just think that's interesting that he's 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 like the sight. Of, what did he say? The sight of him lurking made my heart sink. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow, I'm highlighting that. I'm like, why is he so thrown off by this? This guy hasn't done anything. He's not even saying Joshua's a murderer. You know, it's not like he's like, I'm scared of him because he's mur murdered Annie. This is interesting. Okay, anyway, sorry. Let me continue. Have I even finished page one yet? Okay. You're on two uh, now. I had already observed the mess in Jenny's parlor closely, so I focused my efforts, my efforts elsewhere. I circled the house, paying particular attention to places under and around the windows. It rained last night, so it was easy to see any tracks. Okay, there were plenty of there were plenty of dog or cat prints hmm, 
but no human footprints around the house until I got to the back porch. Okay, that's interesting. There, I found muddy footprints on the steps next to grimy wellies. What the fuck is a grimy wellie? Wellingtons, a... like rain boots, I think. Oh, okay. I'll buy that. Grimy wellies. I like it. Yeah. Surely okay. too big to be Ginny's. This led me to look in the garden shed in the back corner of the yard where all I found was a rusty spade caked with mud. Okay. Sorry, I'm highlighting grimy wellies and caked with mud. <laughs> I covered every square foot of the backyard. No tracks or oddities to be found. Some new beds had been laid out and there was freshly upturned dirt to the left of two azalea bushes. So I do want to stop here and, and mention if I guess we can make this assumption that the police didn't go out here and do any searching because he's not seeing any tracks. Yeah. So the police decided not to go search in this area for some reason. This I just want to point that out as strange. Uh I agree that that's strange. Okay. <laughs> A hole the size of a waste tub was dug out, obviously waiting for another azalea. Ginny Watch had tub. Three... What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> Either. I think I said waste tub. That's, yeah, that's what it sounded tub. like. But I'm like, waste I don't even tub. know what that means. Anyway. I don't know. Something about the size made me think of waste tie <laughs> or something. I think that's okay, like... okay, okay. It's late. And I'm a bad reader. A hole the size of a wash tub was dug out, obviously waiting for another azalea. Okay, Ginny has a green thumb and has always kept a fine garden at her house. Okay, it doesn't say that. After this, I went inside for another look-see. Ginny's bedroom was untouched, and there was nothing unusual in her kitchen, but I did note two missing objects. Normally, there is a bright orange Russian tea set displayed on the side table near Ginny's sofa. I had noticed this missing from the mess. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't. I hadn't noticed this missing from the mess, but missing it was. Okay, so he didn't notice the tea set was missing, but he is noticing it now. Okay. There was also yes. something missing from the cellar. Okay. Five years ago, for their honeymoon in France, I bought Ginny and William a large trunk. You could still see its dusty outlines on the ground where normally where it normally sits, but it was gone. Okay. Outside, I removed Joshua's pamphlet from the gate. It again contained the message from Jeremiah. Below that was pinned the capital letter D a symbol bookies use in the racing forms to designate that a horse has been disqualified, struck from the race. These are my only new findings. Okay, so the passage from Jeremiah, below that, below the passage, so it was, a, it was a pamphlet that had the passage. Below the passage was the letter D. Mm-hmm. Okay. Woo! Confused and hesitant. <laughs> buddy i returned <laughs> home although my larder was empty i found your perfectly timed letter What's oh here's larder? when the letter came is this the is the larder where you get mail yeah <laughs> no i think the larder is like pantry 
Okay, you're right. It's a room or large cupboard for storing food. Although my pantry was empty, I found your perfectly timed letter. He found it in his pantry? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> okay. Upon, <laughs> upon reading your directions with restored vigor, I struck off. Okay, so all the stuff, I just want to be clear. All the stuff that he did earlier was not Holmes's direction. Correct. Okay. Clearly. Okay. It's just the way this is written is strange. He's like, I've been able to carry out your instructions. I'll start with the most pressing matters. Here's all the stuff that wasn't in your instructions. The stuff that you didn't tell me to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh I mean, maybe because his daughter was arrested, he just sees that as the most pressing, regardless of what yeah. the instructions were. Yeah. I don't reading, know. reading, you know, language is imprecise sometimes. Okay. Anyway. Upon reading your directions with restored vigor, I struck off for William's place of employment, where I try, as you recommended, to flush out the game. Well, that's a vague thing to tell him to do. A man like me doesn't often venture to Winslow's bank or into the square mile at all. As there, I'm a duck out of water. But when I looked down Lombard Street and saw the gilded eagle above Winslow's door, I realized I had every right to march into the elegant bank. Only wish I was wearing my good suit coat on this hunt for evidence. Inside, the place looked like a posh hotel lobby. So, quote, so this is where you go when you need money, quote, I thought. Not that such an establishment would have done much good for Ranny, Annie, or Big Jack. Isn't it Randy? Aunt? Is it Randy Annie? <laughs> I, I got confused about that Randy. as well. Uh, yeah, let me let me verify that. I have another problem with this passage. Oh, he um, says Big Annie in letter two. It's Big Annie, and in letter one, let's see what it is. Randy. Okay, no, in letter one, it's Randy Annie. Randy Annie. I don't know what Randy means. <laughs> Okay. I don't well, either. I, Does Randy okay. mean big? Because he called her Randy Annie. He called her Big Annie in letter two. Okay. Randy. Randy. Randy is a noun meaning, uh, let's see, no, that's an animal, it's a shrew. Adjective, it means wounded or injured. Also means morning. Oh, there it is. Yeah, old Ranny Annie. Wow. Oh, here we go. Urban Dictionary. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. A word meaning extraordinarily extraordinary hatred or meanness. So that's Ranny. Oh, okay. That can mean. make sense. She's just mean. Annie. Why they got Urban Dictionary words in 1920? <laughs> yeah. I, how about? Let me see. Okay, so Ranny for for for, for Merriam-Webster is um, uh, a poor quality calf of mongrel breeding. <laughs> Thanks. A yeah, what? I don't what know. of what? <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite joke from Modern Family when Ed O'Neill responds, "What and what." <laughs> Um, a poor quality calf of mongrel breeding. So oh, okay. Calves, 
Okay. Then in quality, they'd be Ranny. Got it. Okay. But it's weird to me that it doesn't have that definition on on Merriam-Webster, only Urban Dictionary. It very strange. Uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is the first letter says that William works at Barclays, so I don't understand why the name is different now. So there's a there's another thing that's weird with that. Is yeah, first of all, great pointing it out because I, I I was like I didn't hear it from about Winslow's bank before. Okay, yeah. But the other thing is. Did Sherlock tell him to go to Winslow's bank? Or did Sherlock tell him to go to where William was employed and he went to Winslow's bank even knowing he's employed at Barclays? <laughs> or did they just fuck up? I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how you screw up when you have access to what happened. I mean, it born. seems... It seems like it should be hard to do, but I, you know, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> okay, it said. It I said, think we have a, a separate mystery about the yeah, people writing these letters. He said, "Okay, I only agreed to leave after she explained he was in a foul mood because his position at Barclays was rocky." And we only assume Barclays is a bank, but what if Barclays? His position seems to be a job, right? So Barclays wouldn't be like a betting place. Yeah. Right? It's not where he's playing his bet. It should be where he works. Yeah. And she says, she says his friend from the bank. Mm-hmm. And we know, how does, how do we know he works at a bank? Uh, what do they say? William works at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we know that. <laughs> so he works. So we're putting together the fact that he works at a bank. And that he has a position at Barclays, that he works at Barclays Bank, which yeah. is a normal thing to assume. The yeah. Letter three says it's Winslow. Is it Barclay Winslow? Is that okay? A, maybe uh, it's just Barclay Winslow. It could be. It could be. If they tell us that, I I will I will yield. I'm I'm googling Barclay Winslow Bank. <laughs> now there's a Barclays Bank in Winslow. <laughs> That doesn't help. Could that be Winslow's bank? The bank that's in Winslow is Winslow's bank. Okay, maybe. Maybe. I'll take it yeah, if that's here's what the it thing. I'm getting real semantic here. Barclays doesn't have an apostrophe S. Winslow's has an apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. Does that help? <laughs> I does it help? I mean, you tell was, me. If it was a name, like to me, the name is Barclays, because that's a real bank, obviously, right? That's yeah. a real historic bank that actually yeah. existed. And that has no apostrophe. Mm -hmm. So if you were saying Barclays Bank, it would not have an apostrophe. Mm -hmm. But Winslow's Bank makes me think it's in Winslow. Okay, yeah. Because actually, let me just Google, let me just Google London Square Mile and see if that's in Winslow. Or whatever that means. Uh, Winslow. Winslow, Buckinghamshire. It's a market town in civil parish designated as I mean, here here's where here's where I have trouble. 
But when I looked down Lombard Street and saw the Gilded Eagle above Winslow's door, I mean, I mean Winslow's bank, I can I can allow Winslow's door, I cannot allow. If yeah, that's and like, I had every right to march into the Elegant Bank. You're right. You're right. I didn't. I forgot about that part. So. Okay, and later, okay, we kept reading. We see there's another, there's a character named Winslow. Okay, so anyway, okay, let's keep reading. Sorry, I, I took this aside. I was trying to figure this out, but okay. Uh, Ray, I mean, it's a good theory. I just, I don't know if it's a fuck up or a clue. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, let's some see. weird maybe, happening. Maybe he's like, did Jenny lie about where he worked? I don't know. I just, yeah. what's going on here? But then how did he find out the truth, right? Well, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Next, 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 continuing. A lovely yes. woman, a lovely young woman near the entrance asked if she could help. Her nameplate said Miss Gilbert. That's what it said. I don't know what her name is. Oh, what yeah, what the plate. fuck is your name? Is your name Joshua? <laughs> Everybody's a Joshua. I told her that a friend of mine worked here and that I wished to say hello and invite him to dine as he'd been hard to find of late. Quote, his name is William Wilson. You know, of Wilson's Bank. Sorry. <laughs> the young woman's, the young woman's, oh! Oh, sorry, I'm confused. Wilson, I thought this was Winslow. No. Yeah, I thought I thought he was asking to see William Winslow of Winslow's bank. <laughs> this is why you don't have people with the same letters. Like you confusing yeah. the that way. It's so weird. Um. Okay. I thought they were. I thought he came in and asked to see the owner of the bank. But William Wilson no. is his, his son-in-law. Damn. That's yeah. Late. Sorry. Yeah. The young woman's cheeks went pink. <laughs> I do I do wish I'd seen him as well, she said. Okay. <laughs> He's a pleasant chap, I said. In a low voice she asked, Does he owe you money too, Monsieur? Why is he speaking French? <laughs> no, no. We're on the best of terms. Bien. Is she now speaking Spanish? <laughs> what? No, it's French. Bien. Oh, okay. Same letter. Thanks, romance language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this lady speaks a million languages, and she's gonna use them all. I can only assume since she said Monsieur that she meant bien. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. Okay. No, good. Doesn't it need an, apo- uh, an an accent somewhere over? No accent. No, accent. it's accent free. Four accents. No okay. accent grave and no accent aigu either. Gunzentai. Okay. <laughs> Miss Gilbert scurried off into the gilded heatherlands. I mean, what poetry that sentence is. <laughs> Miss Gilbert scurried off into the gilded hinterlands. Wow. <laughs> That's a great line. I, you know, because it's so unnecessarily poetic. Yeah, yeah, it really <laughs> is. Admit, she walked away in the She bay. walked away. Yeah. <laughs> the gilded hinterlands. How how fancy is this bank? <laughs> Real Jeez. fancy, apparently. Oh, the gilded hinterland. Okay. A short time later, a rotund older fellow came bustling toward me with Miss Gilbert in tow. Looking for Mr. Wilson? Question. The gentleman began before apologizing and introduced himself as Harry Jacobson. Quote, Wilson is one of my staff. Okay. 
This is you're introducing new people now. Okay, here we go. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not halfway done. When did you okay? I am. When did you last see the dear Grammy. fellow? He questioned, drumming his fingers. You see, he's been a bit scarce around here. He's a valued employee, and we'd naturally like to help him smooth out any bumps on his path, so to speak. Quite a knack for numbers, that one. Okay. I said it had been several weeks since I'd seen, quote, old Bill, and that I was worried to learn I couldn't stand him to lunch. I I was sorry to sorry. learn I couldn't stand him to lunch. Did I read that right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's what the words say. Just check it. I leaned close and whispered, quote, has he done something wrong? Jacobson drew back and chuckled. That's hardly the public's worry. After a short breath, he added, I'll get, I'll have to go now, Mr. Dot, dot, dot. Kinsey, I lied. Ah, Mr. Kinsey. Did he just half lie? He's Matt Kinsey, isn't he? Okay. Um... <laughs> Hey, Mr. Kinsey. Ah, Mr. Kinsey. Miss Gilbert here can help you with anything else you may need. Good day. As he left the room, I thanked him and turned back to the flustered Miss Gilbert. Any chance my other friend James Matter is around then? This question surprised her. Monsieur Madère? I nodded. Monsieur Madère? <laughs> I nodded. <Mais> no. <laughs> No, come think, yeah, she's clearly French. Uh, uh, I noted. Um, sorry, I not. So I guess it's uh, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> I nodded. Uh, no, come to think of it, no. He hasn't been around either! Exclamation mark. She didn't think of it before. Okay. Um, I forgot before. I forgot to think about it. I have the bad memoir. <laughs> Who is this character? I feel like we've seen this character in some movie, like this, like a, like a. Oh, you know who she is? She's, um, she's the maid in Clue. Yeah. Ah, yes, she's yes. Giving me maid in Clue vibes. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> someone is to, someone is trying to kill me. Please help me. <laughs> That's my French name. After That's this excursion. After this excursion. Into the gilded bank. What is his obsession with this bank? I know it's like the it's like the glass, like all over the floor in the last one. Where it's yeah. like, oh my god, it's glass <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I've never seen so much glass in one place. Man. <laughs> After this excursion into the gilded bank, I headed homeward. Stopping in at the I was I'm tired because I was gonna say Taco Bell. <laughs> wow. Wow. It caught me because I'm like, there should be a Taco Bell. Taco Bell. He, he's hungry. <laughs> I headed home where he wanted a chalupa. <laughs> he's like, all this detective work makes me hungry for a chalupa. Okay, did I even still make those? I don't know. I headed home. They're better, but yeah. Popping in the bell for some grub and bulb. Bub. Grub and bub. Am I saying that word? Grub and bub. Yep. Yep. I'm glad that I did. Instead of 
usual quiet place, <laughs> I walked into a hornet's nest. Pages were on their feet, and the place was buzzing like a hornet's nest. Everyone ah. was circled around a copy of today's Daily Mail that was spread open on the bar. The headline, Sabini nabbed for murder. <clears throat> Below his photo were three smaller pictures of Annie Nickerson, Jack Falworthy, and Joe Stark. He got Joe too, I guess. Joe for sure. Charlie nodded. It says Big Jack and his wife are missing. That means Joe's dead? That's what he seems to be okay, saying. Dad for murder, and these are three pictures of people. That yeah. Okay. Annie, Jack, Annie was definitely killed. Yeah. He seems to be saying Joe was definitely killed and the other two are missing. Okay. So I just want to point out, this is the Daily Mail, and this is the headline... So this isn't the obituary where anyone can write anything. So Definitely. Yeah. More uh, objective, I guess. Yeah. Okay. 30 minutes later, I had eaten and returned home. He didn't lose his appetite. <laughs> and to my relief, there was Ginny sipping a cuppa and hmm. in good spirits. Oh, reasonably good. Is she? Mm. Okay. She fixed me a cup, then told me about her ordeal at the police station. They had asked questions about her and William. They wanted to know what sort of row she and he had been in as <laughs> domestic disputes don't usually get out, so out of hand. Huh? What's domestic dispute are they talking about? Are they saying the commotion? They saying all the stuff that work saw was just a product of a domestic dispute. Okay, we'll come back to that. I mean, I mean, she was saying he's gone too far. I don't know. I mean, like, it's just a fight. Like, you could describe that as as a row. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree. It was more than just a row. Yeah, something yeah. unusual, which was what we saw the carnage later, because that's what they investigated. That's what they're questioning her about. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, I don't know. There's tying it together with that sentence. Okay, she told them about matter waving a pistol. Oh, he's waving it now. She told them about matter waving a pistol, <laughs> and told them she had left William and was with me when he disappeared. This, she says, raised a few eyebrows. Okay, that's interesting because our eyebrows are raised about that too. Quote, I told them you went over there alone. I shouldn't have. That's that's Jenny saying that. I think. Yeah. Jenny, Jenny says she told the cops that Wark went over there alone. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because he did. He went after. Yeah. She I smiled at her, but I was in turmoil. Now it, it was only a question of when I'd be hauled in before the police, too. Maybe I was the one who hit him with the poker not you eh? I joke she stared at me oh he's yeah he's really joking saying she did it yep. she stared at me it was a dreadful moment I paused and said Jen I didn't lay a finger on the man I wouldn't I know she sighed and you probably know that I love that horrid fool I'm sorry I've been so cross she didn't say she didn't do it by the way attempting <laughs> to brighten the mood I told her I'd again been to the house and that the mess seemed much more manageable than I remembered. That's a weird thing to say. I also confessed that I'd noticed some things missing, namely her Russian tea set and her large trunk, quote, the one I gave you for traveling. She nodded. I sold the tea set this month. 
We needed money to pay for our rates, to pay our rates. I didn't know about the trunk. Maybe William loaned it to a colleague, question mark. Another weird thing. Um, her smile vanished. <clears throat> I struggled to say something to cheer her up. Quote, I hope you kept that pawn ticket. We'll get your tea set back. Okay. Mr. Holmes, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, Mr. Holmes, I would have thought I'd feel relieved knowing Sabini's locked up, but the news has left us no more certain of what's befallen William, and I feel like it's only a matter of hours before I hear matters bodies been found. I muddle on. Would a second trip to the bank be advised? And would you make and what do you make of this Joshua fellow? It does seem sorry. It does an old man's heart good to know you take me seriously enough to lend your aid, but I am at a standstill. If you learn anything more, please write to me. How would Sherlock learn anything more? <laughs> He's not even investigating. He sent you to do some shit. Okay, this was a weird... This is not what I thought Letter 3 was going to do, man. I thought we'd get more on Joshua. I thought we'd get another murder. Like, a, a real murder. Almost we nothing. Well, we did get more murders. We get, we get... I guess we'll take it at face value that those three people are dead. I mean... Well, I think at least two of them are dead. So I think we got at least one more murder. Yeah, he says Joe for sure. Yeah. Big Jack and his wife are missing. Yeah. But it's interesting that the paper says is intimating that Jack is dead. Definitely. Not just yeah. me. So why does this guy so the paper oh the paper just says they're missing. So he's he's nabbed for murder. Here's two murders and a missing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. That makes I can see that being a thing. Okay. Um yeah, dude. I feel like I'm even less sure what happened than in before I read this letter. Uh, I don't think this helped. I don't think this helped. <laughs> you know, so like I I in a way I want to be really suspicious of Jenny. I feel like there's a lot of really questionable moments with Jenny in this one. Um yeah. My only hesitation in sort of going all in and saying, oh, maybe Jenny did all of this is, uh, you know, the police suspect her. And I kind of feel like the police aren't usually going to be right in a story like this. So, like... They also let her go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, there's some weird-ass moments. Yeah. Like, 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 you, you, you said this, um... I told her I'd again been to the house and that the mess seemed much more manageable than I'd remembered. Like that makes it seems like when Jenny went over there, she cleaned up. That's yeah. What I'd have to take now. That's... That and it. I guess do we can we can we determine if she went over there before the police investigated? Oh, I'm sorry. No, they investigated the night before, but they were supposed to meet. She and the and Warg were supposed to meet the police back at her house, but she yeah. was gone. Yeah, she had she had already left uh, to go there, I guess. Yeah, and that's what he thought that she went there. Yeah, and so she went and started cleaning up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes it seem like she's makes covering seem, something up. Makes it seem becomes. I think we we do need to take a moment at some point to talk about the garden. 
There's a lot about that garden. Something's going on in the garden. And yeah. Dahlia, and in the trunk. Makes it, it seem like William was leaving town and took the trunk to, for traveling. Yeah, 100%. That's what I thought with the trunk thing. Like, oh, maybe he loaned it to a colleague. Like, mm, okay. That makes it, the fact that she gave, I, I highlighted that as a weird thing to say. The like, And like, first of all, is it, is it, is it is it is it hinting us that the colleague is matter and matters the one who took it and left, or is it hinting to us that um, it's a weird thing for her to assume, uh, which means she's in on it and she knows where William is and they have a secret plan to meet up somewhere after all of this is is over. Yeah. Because why wouldn't she just say? First of all, she doesn't seem that worried that William is missing. No, not really. There hasn't been anything about that. So why wouldn't she say? Because if she really doesn't know anything about William, like why doesn't she say maybe he left town? Dad, do you think he could have left me with all you know? Like, yeah, she's not worried about the idea that he would have left her, but she's also not worried that he's missing. Nah, she seems and pretty chill. She was even in good spirits at the beginning of this. That means that. You know what that means? That means she she saw William. I think William was still at the house at some point. Or maybe he came back later, but he was there. I think she's she saw him somewhere and they made some plan. Yeah. Which means he's not dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, interestingly, uh, the pa the newspaper article didn't include the two of them. Um, uh, you know, uh, William and Matter. You know, even though the police know about their disappearance, they know that there was like you know stuff uh, thrown about and blood on a poker. And they're also missing, yet they weren't. Yeah, added, that's a good point. I also want to know how how. What is the evidence that Sabini's guilty of murder? <laughs> yeah, murder. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know because they didn't tell us. Uh, I can only assume that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that they were people who placed bets with Sabini, but beyond that, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, could it just be, well, the article is just saying he was brought in for questioning. They don't really have a lot of evidence necessarily. Nab for murder. Does Nab in connote that <laughs> there's evidence? Does Nab mean like like he's he's found guilty or anything? Or Nab I mean I think I think if you get arrested for murder, they should have evidence to do that. That's what I'm um, saying. Taking in for questioning is different than being arrested for murder. Yeah. So you're thinking yeah. it's being arrested for murder. Yeah. Because now, now, now it's arrested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're right. Sure. But I do, or or that their evidence means what they think it means. But yeah. I can only assume they have something. They have something to come after him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought the bank scene was really weird. I don't think it told us anything we wouldn't have already guessed. And it just, and it made it, it just was a weird amount of time to spend on something that I don't think 
gave us much, which makes me think there's something in there we should be keyed in on. What did you What did you make of the bank scene? The yeah, the bank thing. scene is weird. The bank scene is weird. Um, the, you know, there was this thing with uh, Madame Gilbert talking about... Um, Mademoiselle, please. Mademoiselle, you're right. Um, uh, does he owe you money, too? Uh-huh. Um, like that like, makes. Why me... did she know that? Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm wondering. It, it makes me think that like people have come in asking for him because he owes them money. Yeah, I, they come in and and they're asking, and then at some point someone has to say, "Well, I'm asking because he owes me money." Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily just assume that. I guess that would be my guess. Uh. Uh, that yeah, that like someone someone came there, um, okay. you know, okay. uh, yeah, like that just that just stuck out as like a clue of something or other, mm-hmm. um, of what's going on down at the bank. But yeah, then um, what we get is get is weird i don't know what to make of this it's very vague and um uh that's hardly the public's worry (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a weird thing to say because this is this is his friend a guy who's who's basically saying you know old bill is my friend it's not like he's like a reporter trying to report a story. Um, and wouldn't it be the public's worry if he'd done something wrong in the context of the bank? I guess, yeah. I guess that's that's part of the thing is it's whatever is happening isn't really about the bank. Yeah, yeah. But there is something going on at the bank, and why do they include this? Do they include this just to just to eliminate the bank mm-hmm. from consideration? Like I remember one thing from from the previous letters is I remember towards the end, they started throwing in these passages that were just, I think, in retrospect, there to say, like, oh, this thing that seems suspicious, like there's nothing there. So yeah. maybe the point of the bank scene is just to say, like, the bank isn't, Don't isn't behind it all. Nobody here has seen him. Yeah. They, yeah, they know a little bit about his trouble, but but that's it. They're interested to know where he is. Um, uh, what did, how did they describe this guy? Uh, a rotund older fellow. Okay. I, I highlighted that 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 uh, Jacobson, the bank guy, said that um, that he had quite a knack for numbers. Mm-hmm. Like they want him back so that he can keep working because he has quite a knack for numbers, and they they'd like to help him smooth out any bumps on his path, so to speak, meaning his gambling issues. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Quite an act for numbers. It's interesting, too, that he he lied and said his name was Mr. Kinsey. 
I agree. I don't understand why he felt the need to lie. Like, he took a syllable off his name? Yeah, like, like A, why lie at all? And B, yeah. if you're gonna lie, why lie with a name that's so close to your real name? It'll be obvious if anyone yeah. does any digging that it was you. <laughs> Like it, it, like yeah. If he comes, if he goes, if somebody goes digging, like, hey, have you seen a Mister Kinsey? Mm-hmm. You say McKinsey? Yeah, I know McKinsey. It's mm-hmm. like it's so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also it makes sense. McKinsey would be a, a natural shorthand for McKinsey. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody hears Kinsey, everybody would know, like, oh, that's short for McKinsey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I I do also want to point out that the the conversation with Kinsey and uh, Jacobson here is about William, and then once Jacob Jacobson leaves, they bring up matter. Yeah. Uh, but I I think that's just interesting that Jake, you know, I would take this to almost seem that Jacobson's not interested in matter. Right. I mean, yeah, but it seems like no one is. I mean, no one's concerned, <laughs> which make, makes me think matter has nothing to do with the bank. Oh, wait, no, but she, she's no, he's like, supposed to be there, but she didn't think okay. of it until just now. That oh, yeah, he hasn't been here either. I guess what that means is now that she hasn't thought of it, that to your point earlier, that should suggest that no one's been asking about him, yeah. Which means that if he is in debt or something, nobody even nobody knows about it, or no one's asking about it. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Since the obituary was for him, actually, not for William. Yeah. Uh, so like he should be the one in debt. He should be the one owing money. Why is William the one owing money? And people are looking for him, but yeah. matters the one with the obituary, and yeah, he's the one with the gun around. and stuff, like. It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah, that's a weird one. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with that. Um, yeah, so I was just going to mention, I mean, all we get um, all we get with Joshua in this one is this he, so little Joshua. he puts uh, he puts this uh, what, do you, what did they call it? Um, uh the pamphlet? Uh leaflet, yeah. Leaflet. Yeah, it puts a leaf and then he gets in a beer wagon and drives off, which is Can really I just weird. tell you, is this guy just drunk and he and, 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 and that's the answer? Is he don't know what he's doing. He's just not <laughs> fool. Maybe. Maybe. Drunk drunk vampire preacher. There's so you know, we got um we got the the uh, the passage from Jeremiah, and then we got the capital letter D. Um, it was interesting. Which supposedly means a horse has been disqualified. So uh, that's our Joshua stuff. Uh, just noting it, it. Yeah, and that's the first time we've seen... So first of all, it's the first leaflet we've seen, pamphlet. Yeah. I don't know why he calls it a leaflet at one time and a pamphlet another time, but doesn't he do that? Why does he yes. call it? Yeah, the first time it was called leaflet. The preacher and then calls it, was called... it a leaflet, and then later it's a pamphlet. 
Yeah. That's I, I just think that's a isn't that weird? I mean, you know, isn't that I mean, one of those weird, not weird in that it's a clue to anything, but just like not what most people would do. Isn't it isn't it like a, a writing thing that you try not to reuse word like you try to use synonyms to no vary not with, or not with... <laughs> but I don't know, that makes me think of like Oh, the astrolabe got stolen. What got stolen? You know, that device that's like a sextant. Yeah, that's what got stolen. It's like, no, it's not like that. Like, you don't reuse words uh, in, in other contexts. But if you're describing an object, if it's a book, if it's a waste bin, if it's a hoe, if it's Can you a, call it a tome that... or a volume or a, you know, like, isn't that a thing? Am I crazy? I thought it's it was funny. a thing. It's not, a, I don't think, I, I think in the context of someone, someone's voice. So there's a difference between like you, you as the writer writing something and in, in the context of a letter from someone's voice writing something where I would expect consistency and you don't get the, what you're talking about where the writer is trying to be creative and uh, energetic and, you know, not, not boring the reader by, by coming up with different words to describe the same thing. I think that's a different thing than when you have someone's voice saying something. That, to me, should be consistent. Uh, it's a fair point. I mean, I, I guess it's in the same paragraph or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's, I guess I'm seeing it as, uh, just a clash between, you know, the people actually writing this, you know, the real people in the real world, uh, writing this, uh, you know, for style versus, uh, you know, the, the character who supposedly is writing this in the fictional world. I guess. And that's my point is I would expect, I would expect a good writer to keep the character consistent, right? Like if a character always called a cup of tea a cuppa, mm-hmm. like I would expect them to always say that. But if every now and then they say a cup of tea, like that's not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. right? But I think there's, I don't know. I just feel like there's certain things that if you call it that, it should always, that's what you call it. It didn't change. The object didn't change what it was. You know, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I I don't think it's a clue to anything. I think maybe it's your point is correct that it's just the writers of the document, uh, for some reason changing what they call it. I think there's some other examples of that. I mean, we had that. We had some variation of that with the the stone that was left in place of the astrolabe that was described like was I think three different, different ways. People, that was different people's voices, which I thought was fine. Yeah. When it's the same voice on the same page describing the same event, describing the same object, and you call it something different, that that's just that's a weird thing to me. Yeah. But to your point, yes, the other examples where different people were calling the stone different things and yeah, right, because a scientist would call it a one thing and a layperson would call it another thing and a, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that all made sense to me that that you would have different names based on your relation to the thing. But this is the same person 
talking about the same object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see it as a clash where between like they're stuck with one character writing everything versus like wanting to make it stylistically more pleasant to read. And it does just... it does it actually make it more pleasant to read that they call it pamphlet one? Time? I mean, I just think that's the theory. I'm not necessarily saying it it actually works in this case. I I just think that's the reason why you do this thing where you use synonyms instead of using the same word, you know. I no no judgment on the success. I mean, I think in this context, it really doesn't matter, uh, you know, because like we just need to know what the thing is, and you know, it's a, but there were some stylistic flourishes, you know, like that thing at the yeah. bank, you know. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't like, know, just, just, um, I don't know. Don't seem I, necessary. Let's just or say, if, if if I was Sherlock Holmes, I would notice that that pamphlet <laughs> and then leaflet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I think he killed everybody. <laughs> All my evidence is that one thing of pamphlet versus leaflet. Okay, um, but I think it's interesting that that uh, there was a there was a capital D disqualified. So, what do you think that means? Like, what? Um, so, this was a pamphlet slash leaflet left outside of Jenny's house where mm -hmm. William and Matter were. Yep. First of yep. all, Joshua showing up here is strange because this is presumably the second time he's been here. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah. And he's showing up after whatever crime has taken place, whatever, or I should say, violence has taken place. Yeah. Um, and if he left the Bible, Jenny's Bible, with the 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 Jeremiah uh, page bookmarked, now he's leaving a leaflet, pamphlet. I'm never gonna let that go. Mm -hmm. Um with the passage and a D why send the same message twice and to whom and why are you doing this all valid questions I mean I feel like it should be someone who lives in the house I mean it just you know I I know it's been weird because uh matter was the one who who got the um who got the obituary and it seems like he's connected to the obituaries yeah. Uh, but I feel like it just makes more sense if it's if it's Jenny or if it's uh, William, you know. I feel like that's who it should be addressed to. Neither of whom is at this house. Neither but... of whom is at the house, indeed. <laughs> now, what's interesting, though, is the D... What if that means that the person is no longer in danger? It could be. Like... Like, okay, I showed up at your house at first. Whatever happened, happened. You, I left this Jeremiah thing. Okay, whatever. What if in that period of time you paid your debt and you or whatever, you made amends, and now I'm coming back to let you know you're no longer in trouble mm -hmm. by, by saying disqualified, meaning that maybe disqualified means we're about to kill you. But maybe mm -hmm. disqualified means you're no longer in trouble. Like, Oh, got it. wait, doesn't, hold on, wasn't there a thing where, what did Jenny say, uh, uh, yeah, oh, she said, I sold the tea set this month, we needed to pay, we needed money to pay our rates, um, 
Uh, anyway, I was just wondering if she used the TSAT money to uh, pay off the gambling debts, and that's why. Well, the big question is, if the gambling debt is paid off, why isn't William back at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's clear. And of course, if she if the T set money could have covered it, why didn't she do it sooner? But although back to your theory that William is in hiding somewhere, I mean, maybe he's just laying low until you know, uh, until he knows it's safe. Okay, so he goes. So she goes and like gets the T set. First of all, he's got to owe more than T set money, unless it's some business. <laughs> you would think so. I agree. Okay, I mean, it's supposed to be valuable, but yeah. Let's imagine that. Okay, let's just go with the tea set money, right? She goes and and and, and gets money from the the, the pawn shop for the tea set, uh, at one of the only pawn broker. I guess it's twenty years later. Never mind. I was thinking of the pawn brokers <laughs> from the first case. There's two in town, but there's only one. But one of them gone case. now. Uh, okay, so she goes, she pawns, and she says she gets the money, she gives it to William. First of all, she never tells her dad that William said he needs money, but okay. <laughs> Just that he's, he's uh, you know, has some issues at the bank, a different bank name that he actually works at. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jenny did it. Whatever happened, Jenny did it, clearly. Some, something's amiss with Jenny, definitely. Okay, okay and so then she, she gives him the money, he goes and pays whoever he owes the money to that gets trickled down to Joshua who then comes to his house and says, okay, yep, we got your money. You're fine. You're disqualified. Leaves the pamphlet. And so basically the idea is that someone, Jenny or William will see the pamphlet and know that he's fine and can come back home now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that, but that's the theory, (laughs) you know, that's something you can put in your pipe. I don't smoke it unless it's evidence. Um, I, well, speaking of things that are burning and evidence, uh, there's no information about that concern. No one oh, has any right. concern about the concern. That yeah, yeah. Crazy. Holmes is like, why did you send me this? This is... I, I... <laughs> yeah. Um, You're not a very good detective, are you? Really, he really isn't. He really, really isn't. Um... Uh, he needs more practice. Okay, so can we go to the garden scene? Sure. I just want to unpack that to see if there's anything there that it almost seemed like nothing of interest happened, but I feel like that can't be true. I mean, I wanted to make something about the hole the size of a wash tub. Um, because uh, I was like, oh man, we're going to bury a body there. But then I was like, uh, well, a, a wash tub is probably like. I th- I think that's supposed to be like a sink, right? That's not like that's like a bathtub. A wash tub is like a is like a it's a large metal tub used for washing clothes. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, sort of like a sink. Okay. But not a ba- but not a bathtub. Right, like not big enough to hold a a person, a adult yeah. person. But uh, but I think a wash tub Yeah, you're right. I, I I don't think a I don't think a wash tub is supposed to be that big because I was thinking, well, you could like chop a person up or yeah, know, put them in a certain position. But 
Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. And... Definitely not con conventionally big enough for a body. Yeah, say. yeah. And it says, obviously, waiting for another Azalea. Um, but I'm just... Yeah, and I'm just curious about the freshly upturned dirt, you know? Like, what's going on back there? You know, yeah, I, wanna, some... I just kind of want to reread that part because I got, I was, you know, I was reading it, so I couldn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he says, I already observed the mess in Jenny's parlor closely. So I focused my efforts elsewhere. I circled the house, portraying particularly, particular attention to places under and around the windows. It rained last night, so it was easy to see any tracks. There were plenty of dog or cat prints. I thought that's interesting, too. There's just a bunch of pets around. Because <laughs> um, yep. it's not like they said that William and, and Jenny have pets. These must just be wild dogs. wild dogs and wild yeah, cats. This happens in London in 1920. Yeah, okay. there's, there's cats there and dogs no, just there roaming were no the streets. footprints around. Which is strange to me. That means the police didn't do any of this stuff he did. Um, because and I and I guess I understand why the writer, the you know, the writers don't say the you know, because then it'd be like I saw some footprints, but if they were the police footprints, this guy wouldn't know any different, right? Right. So it's almost like they can't have the police out there <laughs> because yeah. the, I would, unless he goes, you know, I saw some footprints, but I could tell by the the the, the tracks that it was police work boots, you know, mm -hmm. like. Are we supposed to think he knows that? Okay, anyway. There I found muddy footprints on the steps next to grimy wellies. Okay, so presumably the wellies made these footprints. Surely too big to be Jenny's. Okay, so doesn't mean Jenny couldn't have used them. It mm -hmm. just means they were hers. Yeah. Uh, so someone... So what are we suggesting somebody did? Okay, this led me to look in the garden shed in the back corner of the yard where all I found was a rusty spade cake with mud. Okay. So mud, rain, that means after it rained or while it was raining, somebody dug with this. Somebody buried something back there. That's my or did they or, or did they dig the hole? You're right. Well, Very more interesting. Well. Why would you dig a hole in the rain? Uh... Okay, I covered every square foot of yeah, the backyard. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Be found. Some new beds had been laid out, and there was freshly upturned dirt to the left of two azalea bushes. Oh, oh. A hole the size of a washtub was dug out. Obviously, waiting I think the it. new beds. I think the new beds is where I was trying to get something to be buried. Uh huh. And and it, it kind of makes me think that you know, but, that, but they have azaleas in them though. I think someone the new beds have azaleas in them, and the hole doesn't have any azaleas. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe someone was just trying to bury something and they didn't succeed. I don't know. They didn't have time. They got interrupted. I don't know. That's just what it looks like. I guess I'm I'm really paying a lot of attention to the idea that the spade had mud on it. Because if it didn't have mud on it, I would say, well, the person could have dug the hole before it rained. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's a question. What what would be buried? If something was buried, there's a hinting at something being dug or buried. What would be buried? Do you think that, like, he put money in the trunk 
and then buried the trunk <laughs> or the trunk or the money that he had was buried and this is evidence that someone uncovered oh maybe he dug buried. it up yeah it, not could the be. Trunk. it wouldn't be the trunk definitely not not the trunk no well i guess he could have i guess he could have hidden the trunk earlier yeah i guess he could have if he whatever he got that he wants to hide i feel like the trunk should be bigger than a wash tub uh yeah i don't know i can see them it's it's so close it's close those old style like trunks i feel like they're bigger than any i think it's i think it's close i think it's 80 percent close to being the size of a wash tub okay okay yeah. i mean I don't know. i'm looking at a picture of wash tub they look pretty big I don't know. I know what you're saying, but there, it's to me the size difference isn't so big as to be completely not the same. Okay. Um, maybe they buried the trunk vertically. <laughs> and that's and the width and the width is the size of a wash tub, <laughs> but the length is the size of a trunk. Now, see, I could. I could believe that. But no, I mean, I was thinking they just took the trunk to to travel like wherever they went, you know, they put okay. they put stuff in there. Maybe they even put whatever was in the hole in the trunk and then left, you well, know. Well, that's the question. What would they have what would be in the hole besides money? Well, you keep I, asking that and I, I keep one, not knowing. I so. have one answer. You ready for this? <laughs> sure. An astrolabe. Oh no! Yeah, Twenty years later, no one expected. <laughs> In case of the missing afterlife. Oh my god! <laughs> I just stole this so I could get a get yeah. some money and. That's all I wanted was some money. <laughs> I don't yeah, have enough was, money. Oh it god! Was, uh, it was it was you and Finnegan the whole time. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I really <laughs> have Moriarty's project. <laughs> he taught me well. Um, I fooled you all. I only chimney sweep for fun. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that makes me think that something was dug up. Something to do with the bank. Uh, yeah, money. Um... Okay, there you go. I like that because now we have the bank thing. And then in letter two, we have the concern. Mm -hmm. Right. Had, what did the concern? What was it about? The, what did the concern concern, if you will? Uh, Nolan finances. So it's related to the bank. Yep. Okay. The only and he did give it to Holmes, so that makes me think Holmes, later Holmes could could tell you how it's related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but God, what does that mean? There's, there's, there's documents that are valuable that he decided to hide and he was going to, and he hid them in his backyard. And then when people came after him, he needed to leave town and take these valuable documents with them because he's got a knack for numbers. I don't know if that helps. And... And now he's on the lamb with these valuable financial documents. But also somehow he might owe money to mobsters. Uh, I don't know. I can't quite make it make sense. Unless money was buried. I mean, we could just say the obvious thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I think that's possible. Won, 
or the money he was supposed to pay back was buried. But then why wouldn't you just pay it? Back? Why not just pay it? Yeah. You have the money. Why are you going to bury it? Like, what's your plan? Like, and then and then you dig up the money and run like why didn't you just run with the money in the first I don't know it's it's very confusing. Yeah, is it that they didn't think they'd get caught or something? Yeah, what they think was going to happen like I don't know. Some fishy's going on in that place. I I'm Yeah, is it like getting well, real we suspicious and we could give it back? But we can't afford to for some reason, so we'd rather just abscond with the money and let's just see if we can leave town and get out of here with the money. I don't know. That's not that's not making sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we don't know enough to guess, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we know there was there was supposed to be what did the letter say? Uh, there was supposed to be some. What? How do they describe it? Some problem? Some. Uh, what did they say was going on down there? I just want to say real quick. He says, "I saw Jenny rushing down the street as if beset by demons." There's no way she didn't see that violence at the place, right? Right. <laughs> she says he's pushed me too far. Uh, I I I definitely think that she's hiding something. I definitely think that she knows yeah. more than she's letting on. I don't think it necessarily means she's behind everything, but the yeah, there's there's something fishy about what's happening there. The the way she gets up and leaves without telling him, yeah. uh, you know the 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 weird way she's reacting to her husband being missing in this like crazy circumstance um do you, do you think when she went over to the house that morning she went to the garden she put on william's boots his wellies if you will and went out into the garden to dig something up it's possible it's definitely possible and then that that would suggest that she's got it on her or she put it somewhere else but it seems like it would be something big, right? You know, um, so what could she have on her or have hidden somewhere? That's the that's the only thing. Um, and why would she go get that thing unless to like give it to William or something? Um, and would he have already taken the traveling case by that point? She seems to have cleaned up for some reason, which is interesting. Okay, so the first letter says, I only agreed to leave after she explained to me, she explained he was in a foul mood because his position at Barclays was rocky. William wouldn't admit this to her. But Jenny figured it out because one of his friends from the bank had started coming by regularly. Mm -hmm. At first, their meeting seemed lighthearted, but lately they would talk in low voices in the back over a bottle of gin. So, like, it sounds it sounds from that like 
she's assuming it has something to do with the bank, but she's wrong. Yeah. That's my guess. And I, I think maybe the bank scene was revealing that uh, the, the problem they're having is is not with the bank. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we already knew that, but it's just reading this after that so quickly, it's pretty clear. Um, it also makes me think that Jenny doesn't fully know what was going on, at least not at that point, since I think she was drawing a wrong conclusion. Unless she's just being, just like, she's just lying, she's just saying that, and she doesn't even really believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, how deceitful are you? <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but, uh, yeah, just to say, uh, this, this makes her seem more naive. Um, so, you know, I don't know if she put it on, if she learned more in the time, you know, that, that's passed, or if she's just doing what she thinks is, is best based on what she knows and it's just it's just kind of uh it just kind of seems ridiculous but uh this this letter has definitely convinced me and like multiple visits to this house like Mm -hmm. clearly this house is like a central thing right yeah yeah (laughs) they wouldn't spend this much time on the house if it wasn't important so you know, I feel like William and and Matter and like whatever they're into, it, that's got to be that's got to be a key element here in terms of in terms of the overall explanation. How how does this go back to obituaries and betting, and that's you know, yeah, and and also didn't he say that he says. Um... Looking at the right letter. Um, I lost track of this. Where? Where did they say? Where did they talk about the gun? Is that letter two? The gun was yeah, letter two. Although I think it was described as waving it around in this letter, in letter right. three as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. That was another if, thing that I flagged as slightly suspicious. Yeah. Let's see. Here it is. Uh, Mr. Matter was angry. All of a sudden, he reached into his jacket and brought out a pistol. That, and that's him. That's Wark quoting Jenny. Yeah. Saying that she said he brought out a pistol. But then later in letter three, she says he waved it around. Yeah. I think so. Right? Wasn't there some line along those lines? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to search for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so 30 minutes Waving later. a pistol. Yeah, she told them about matter waving a pistol. Okay. So this is so this is this is work characterizing it as waving a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to go to that cuz he says uh matter says if they come knocking we'll be ready. So there's a they there. Mhm. Which I think that's kind of interesting not not he not yeah. Joshua. There's a they. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, it definitely makes it sound like it's the gangsters. I'm sure that's why the police think it's the gangsters. I guess in contrast with, you know, Jenny, who they arrested, but then let go, you know, they, they really seem convinced that it's Sabini. That makes me basically 100% convinced that that's not true. Um, so I think it's got to be somebody else. But who, though? Who is this they? I really, I really don't know. Oh, so let's go back to McPherson and this Joshua encounter. It says McPherson gave Joshua a shake of the head. Okay, so a nod is up and down and a shake is left and right. So the shake means no. Yeah. So that means he's telling Joshua no, which means basically nobody, the, he's not here, right? This, is that how you take that? That McPherson is, is, knows Joshua, knows why Joshua is there? Or are you uh, taking it to mean he's, he's admonishing Joshua? Uh, yeah, where is that? Um, that is at the top of page two, letter three, second paragraph, or first full paragraph. Oh, here it is. Yeah, okay. Gave Joshua a shake of the head before both got in their wagon and went off. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it could be anything from what you said, they're not here, to, you know, just a, like, oh, you, you're, you and your foolishness sort of shake of the head, or, or like, no, don't do what you're doing, shake of the head. Like, I, it's, it's a very short sentence. I have no idea which one we're supposed to think. I mean, I don't know this McPherson character. I have no idea what the point of that is. And work didn't suggest any connection. He's not saying, oh, that shake of the head makes me think. X, y, no, y. no, no. He didn't really pay attention to it at all. So surprised that Joshua is limping now. Um, he didn't limp before. <laughs> Uh, does that mean that something was he injured? Attacked? Maybe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems possible. Perhaps is it? Did he not do something he was supposed to do, and therefore he got he got reprimanded? Maybe like, so. He's supposed to get to Annie's, and he didn't, or he was supposed to. Um, yeah. Okay, but so yeah, maybe he's wagon. involved with the they. Yeah, maybe whoever they are, like he's associated and and yeah like he was supposed to collect he was supposed to do something and he failed to do it right and and so they reprimanded him and then he had to go back i think that kind of makes sense oh okay so that's interesting in the context of the the the, the pamphlet leaflet with the d right so he shows up He's got, he, he gets Jenny's Bible. He leaves the uh, yada yada. Uh, the, the um, what's it called? Pamphlet. The page. Sorry, I'm trying to, the first, so when he first goes to the house. Oh, oh, the page from the Bible. The Bible the page yeah. From the Bible. And then he goes to his boss and says, hey, boss, I didn't get whatever I was supposed to get. Boss beats him up. Now he's limping and is forced to go back. This time when he comes back, 
he leaves a similar message, but this time there's a D for dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I almost there's almost a story there. There's almost a story there of like what what changed. But what's weird too is like it says he limped across the street and took up a position behind a beer wagon. He read a Bible for some seconds. <laughs> And just as I considered the possibility of a conversation, he climbed to the wagon and the driver with the driver and drove off. So it's weird that he he's gonna leave with this driver, but before he leaves, he wants to read the Bible a little mm -hmm. bit for a few seconds. He doesn't get in the wagon and start reading the Bible as they drive away. Mm -hmm. He wants to read it before he gets in the wagon. <laughs> so I don't know. I find that to be strange. I agree. I agree. I mean, Joshua is generally strange but uh and also joshua has no interest in the house he's not going to look for anything he's no thinking anything's there he just so wanted to drop off that leaflet and get out of there well and read the bible for a few seconds and read and sorry pause to read the bible for some seconds yeah yeah is there something else in that bible is there something going on with that or is that just some weird quirky moment I, yeah I'm... i wonder if that moment is just to underscore that he really is a believer mm -hmm. in whatever is happening you know yeah. it's not just a, it's not just a cover yeah maybe but yeah dude i don't this letter did not help i didn't get any closer to understanding i mean i feel like there's more fingers pointing towards Jenny now, but yeah, um, Je sums up with Jenny. Sums up with that house. Sums up with whatever happened with William and Matter. Like I'm a hundred percent convinced that that like the solution to this should revolve around what actually happened there. Uh -huh. Um, like that should be the key to everything. But yeah, at this point, I kind of think we need the fourth letter to. Dude, to it's weird. Yeah. And Get because an it's no MacGuffin, it's weird. It's like who stole the thing? Like, there's nothing that was necessarily stolen. Yeah. There's this idea of a trunk and the idea of something possibly being buried in the garden. Yeah. But there's nothing that's like missing, you know? No. It's really just like who is killing these people? Slash there's a lot of disparate questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like we we should probably assume that the obituaries are connected with the killings, but like you know if this is the real world like they don't have to be like is, you know is the obituary it was there was nothing mentioned in the third letter right about the obituary uh it was just a newspaper article about the sabini nabbing yeah it looks like it looks like there was nothing about the obituaries in the third it wasn't a new obituary yeah so even when people are showing up dead Okay, so I guess there's never an obituary where someone's actually dead. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, all the people who were dead or missing, I think, already had obituaries. Mm -hmm. So. Matter's obituary shows up the, the day before he disappears or the day he disappears? Uh, I really don't remember. Uh, yeah, where was that? Let's see. I think it was, the, it was the beginning of the letter, too. Oh, yeah. So on the 11th of May, 
an obituary has been published for matter. Oh, okay. But he dis did he but did he disappear the previous day? No, no, no. He disappeared that day. Cause they see him. He's at the house later at some point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he hadn't disappeared yet. Yeah. Wow, man. All right. Well, <laughs> I thought the third letter would help. Psst. Yeah. Not. Not too much. I guess. Uh, I find it strange. I that all Sherlock Holmes told work to do was to go to William's office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. What? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees... Yeah, he, see, he sees the obituary... Um... He sees the obituary that day, uh, May 11th. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, whatever, for the record. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just rereading what Ginny said because there's a lot to try to figure out with her. Um, I told them you went over there alone. I shouldn't have. That's kind of weird. Getting your dad in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he jokes that she hit him with a poker, but he joked that he hit William with a poker instead of her. Mm hmm. Meaning he clearly didn't do that. Meaning she did it. And then she stared at him for a while. And it was a dreadful moment. So that was a bit of a tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird moment. Definitely. And then when, he's, when he says it didn't lay a finger on the man, I wouldn't. She says, I know. So, you know. Mm hmm. I know because you're my father and you would never do that. Uh -huh. Or I know or, I hit him. I know because I, I know who did it him. and wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> also, it's weird that when he when he tells her about the trunk missing, she does come up with the with the with the suggestion of what happened, but then her smile vanished. Yeah, that means that she's like, "Oh shit, William left without me," or is that a, "Oh, we're cool. I'm meeting up with him later," <laughs> because she wasn't she wasn't good spirits at the beginning of the conversation. Is that correct? yeah? Yeah, it says yeah, reasonably good spirits. Yeah, it seems like she's doing mostly fine. I mean, there was this weird moment about I was the one who hit him, not you. Um, but she recovers from that pretty quickly. And, and uh, yeah, it's weird that her smile vanished. I don't know what to make of that. It definitely reminds me of Libby. It's like, what are you hiding? <laughs> Libby from Lost? 
Yes. You know that moment at the end where like they're like walking away and like her smile vanishes, you know? It mean any, yeah, it can mean anything. I love those moments. Uh, it's interesting too that it says, uh, I struggled to say something to cheer her up. And then he tells her, I hope you kept that pawn ticket. We'll get your tea set back. But doesn't she care about her husband being missing and possibly? I know, dead? I know, I know. It's really weird. Like they're both kind of blase <laughs> about it. <laughs> Yeah, they are both blase about it. She's, he's not like, yeah, we'll find William, or I'm sure he's fine. Or, no, you'll get your tea set, all right? Let's you, talk hey, about the important things Hey, Jenny, here. do you know where William might be? <laughs> hey, Jenny, do you think William is dead? What yeah. do you think happened, Jenny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. none of that. Yeah, and I can only think that it's partially because there's he's something there. That, He's, well, yeah, and I think it's because he's assuming she has no idea what happened. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and But it's weird that he's not interested in her point of view about what could have happened. I agree, yeah. Do you think, do you think that that Matter could have shot William? You know? Yeah. William could have stabbed Matter with the poker? Mm-hmm. None of that kind of, like, regular conversation happening. Yeah. And the idea that you think Sabini's behind it, I would have, I feel relieved knowing Sabini's locked up, but the news has left us no more certain of what's befallen William. Okay, fair enough. But I feel like it's only a matter of hours before I hear Matter's body's been found. Um, and he doesn't seem to intimate that he's worried about more murders, uh, but he's worried about Jenny being associated, you know, killed by association. Mm-hmm. And he's like, would a second trip to the bank be advised? Like, why? Huh? What are you going <laughs> to learn from a second trip? Is there going to be new people there? He says, would a second trip to the bank be advised? Wow. Instead of being like, the bank was a dead end. Do you have any other suggestions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he goes to the bank again, then I'll definitely believe there's something going on at the bank. <laughs> yeah. But and at this I, point, yeah, the bank, the only new thing at the bank would be that Matter's obituary has would have come out. So they would presume, might, might have known that their colleague is presumed dead. Um, right. And he's definitely missing, but he was missing before they didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Okay, was he missing before? God, that 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 second day is so confusing to me. <laughs> when he went to the bank. Um. Okay, and then yeah, dude, yeah, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, this I think this is trickier than the than the Astrolabe case. Yeah, it is. It that is. it was at least clear that like, well, it's one of those people who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. I mean, you know, if we if we collect the named characters, I think we can probably get get the uh get the culprit by by doing that. But um yeah, they pretty they they more clearly outline the suspects in the previous one. And also, I feel like there weren't as many characters. Yeah. So, it was easier to to narrow it down. Um I was going to say at this point, I think the solution is going to be one of those, there's two things happening at once. Mm-hmm. 
that there's somebody murdering these people and there's the obituary plot. Yeah. And they're separate. Yeah. And the outstanding question is how does the person doing the obituaries know who to target? Yeah. And if they know yeah. who to target, doesn't that make them connected? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Should yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I also like this Dear Home series because it puts you in the, the you, you get to see what Holmes has to deal with and it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. People saying random stuff, people giving you part of the story, people misinterpreting things, assuming things. One time it's a leaflet, the next time it's a pamphlet. <laughs> I mean, how are you supposed to keep up? Make up your mind. Make up your mind. What type of bifold <laughs> document is it? Is it a bifold or a trifold? How many folds are in this? <laughs> no, count the folds. Count the folds. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Uh, okay, anything else to, to to bring up before we before we wrap this up? Because yeah, I think we we don't have much more to go on here. There's really I I I, I kind of feel like the third letter was like this last time, and I think the fourth letter sort of clarified what some of the points in the third letter were about. So I'm gonna pin all of my hopes on the fourth letter, sort of making things uh click into place. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's, I think we covered most of the main points here. We can come back to in the next one if there's, uh, you know, something to revisit. Yeah, she went out so early. He was up at six in the morning and she had already made her yeah. and left. There's she she's doing something. I there's no version of this where Jenny's not up to something. And it's interesting too, and I, this is just a weirdness of how these letters are written because the person writing the letter knows what they're gonna say later, right? So earlier he says, he surmises perhaps she'd gone to look at the state of things before her house was full of officers again, right? And then mm -hmm. later he says the house was cleaner than he expected, than he remembered, but he he doesn't put together that she she did she did anything. But it's interesting that there is a connection there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and does it, does it, uh, let me see. I just, sorry, I know we're wrapping it up, but two cousins came in from where across the board says he statement. Uh, oh, wait, that's not, that's not right. Okay, so he goes over the house and then the detectives find Jenny at her house and they are being led. Okay, okay. But they were they were already expecting her at her house. So it's almost like didn't she know they were gonna catch her there? Yeah, you would think so. But I guess she went early, so she thought like, oh, I can like hide hide stuff or, or something before they get here. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, uh It's interesting too. He says Constable and Fearson promised me they would see her home if her story checked out. So clearly, her story checked out because she went home later. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Yikes. Okay. I mean, do you? What? I mean, I guess I'm saying like I'm thinking Joshua's not the killer. He's just like a pamphlet dude. <laughs> I mean, something's up with Joshua, but yeah, I I don't. I I mean, could there be a a secret connection between Joshua and the people in that house? Somebody in that house. Um, you know, could he be, could he be related? I don't know, but yeah, I don't think Josh was the killer. I, I, I am kind of off that at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a way he was introduced as kind of an obvious suspect for, from the beginning. So yeah, I think it makes sense that it should be someone more surprising than like the obvious suspect that we were introduced to almost immediately vampire like i know see that's why he should be guilty because he looks like a vampire (laughs) now he's limping wow okay because you know like say what you will about the last mystery you know it had its pitfalls but the answer was the constable did it which is definitely like not the obvious answer so like at least not like you know from the outside like like that seems like a weird the thing you're investigating like you did the thing that you're investigating okay so just to say that uh i feel like there's a decent chance that the answer will be you know somewhat surprising um and yeah. uh, Jenny definitely definitely fits that bill cuz i was not suspecting her of anything until this letter <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jenny, what though? What is she doing? Well, I don't know. I mean, the problem is we, even if, even if she's a suspect, we're not thinking she killed, you know, Rainy Annie, right? Like, doesn't make sense. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, if she's the guilty party, then I would have to say that she did that stuff. I don't quite believe it. I'm just saying that she would be an example of a surprising answer, not that she actually is the answer. Yeah. I wish we knew how they died. I mean, I guess Annie was stabbed. Yep. We don't know about Joe. No. And no then idea. Jack is just missing. Yep. Um, and his wife is missing, which, yeah. you know, sounds vaguely like what happened with uh, William and, and Matter. So, you know, yeah. is there a connection there? Maybe. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, hey, I might lay low. I might, you know, mm-hmm. I might get out of this. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. All right. Well, until next time, until we get letter four. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll solve everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye.